Kid News fans, tired of advertisements? We get it, but we also have to keep the lights on. There's a way around them, though. Parents can join StarGlow Plus on Apple Podcasts or at StarGlowMedia.com slash subscribe to ditch the commercials and unlock access to future bonus episodes and other exclusive content from the StarGlow Media Network. That's StarGlow Plus on Apple Podcasts or at StarGlowMedia.com slash subscribe. Now, on to the news. Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Kim. Today is Thursday, February 8th, 2024. And we begin with an 11-year-old reporter giving professional sports journalists a run for their money. Jeremiah Fennell from Las Vegas all but stole the show at the Super Bowl's opening night festivities this week, conducting professional caliber interviews with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. Jeremiah told the NFL Network he started his broadcasting career at age 7 because he wasn't able to play sports due to some medical issues, adding, I started my YouTube channel and yes, I do think I can keep this as a career because I do still love the sport and I do know a lot about it, so I think interviewing people can be a long career for me. If the rave reviews from fans and media professionals are any indication, he may be right. The NFL posted, Jeremiah Fennell is about to become your new favorite reporter. And broadcasters chimed in, Mr. Steal My Job. We'll see him on Sundays in 12 years. And give this 11-year-old an Emmy. What a pro. Jeremiah, if you're a Kid News listener, we're happy to have you on anytime. It's history in the making at the United States Supreme Court, where the justices are hearing arguments for the first time ever on whether a presidential candidate can be bounced from the ballot. The case stems from a Colorado court ruling that found former President Trump's behavior on January 6, 2021, violated a clause in the 14th Amendment that says an elected official cannot return to office after engaging in an insurrection or rebellion against the government. The former president is appealing on multiple grounds. Oral arguments take place this morning, with lawyers on both sides allowed 40 minutes each to state their case. According to CNN, the Supreme Court's decision will have far-reaching implications for the 2024 presidential election, as it effectively decides whether Mr. Trump can continue to run for office as several other states are similarly contesting his eligibility. It also marks SCOTUS's most significant involvement in a presidential race since its decision on Bush versus Gore in 2004. In other presidential politics, the Nevada Republican Caucus takes place today, not to be confused with the Nevada primaries held Tuesday, in which GOP candidate Nikki Haley lost to literally no one. Ms. Haley faced no major challenger, but according to the Associated Press, more voters checked the box for none of these candidates than for Haley, handing her a stinging defeat that she brushed off by saying the state was, quote, in the tank for Trump. Mr. Trump opted to compete only in today's caucus, which, according to new Republican rules, is the only contest where a candidate can receive the delegates needed to secure the nomination. On the Democratic side, President Biden easily won Nevada's primary against his lesser-known challengers. His party will not be holding a caucus. Skipping out on standardized testing will no longer be allowed if you want to get into one of the country's most famous Ivy League schools. 
Dartmouth College in New Hampshire announced Tuesday it is reversing its test-optional policy adopted during the pandemic and now will require applicants to submit scores from either the SAT or ACT. According to CBS News, the decision was made following a study commissioned by the school's president, who said standardized testing allows us to admit a broader and more diverse range of students. Dartmouth is the first Ivy to bring back the test requirement. No word yet on whether others will follow. The renewed policy applies to prospective students in the class of 2029. On another note, and a very long one at that, a major music milestone was hit this week. For the first time in two years, musicians struck a new chord on an organ performance that will almost certainly become the longest concert ever. According to NPR, it all started in 2001, when musicians at an ancient church in Germany began performing a piece by American composer John Cage. He titled it Organ 2 ASLSP, which stands for As Slowly and Softly as Possible. But he likely never imagined the group would take him so literally by coming up with a way to make the music last for 639 years. Using small sandbags to hold down the keys, the first note lasted a full eight years. A D note struck Monday will reverberate until 2026 when an A will take its place. The final note is slated for the year 2640 at the earliest. And on that note... Still ahead, why it's a special day for fans of a Lakers great. But first, we want to wish another up-and-coming hoop star, Charlie in Washington, D.C., a big happy 12th birthday. Charlie, your family is so proud of the creative, curious, and kind person you are. And we understand you're now dunking for the Dragons. Best of luck with your season. Now, today's Kid News Quiz. How old is the sports reporter making headlines at the Super Bowl? Jeremiah Fennell is 11. What state is arguing before the Supreme Court today that it has the constitutional right to keep former President Trump off the ballot? Colorado. Which Ivy League school is reinstating its testing requirement for admissions? Dartmouth College. How many years does a group of musicians plan to continue an organ performance by composer John Cage? Six hundred and thirty-nine. In today's Kid News Kicker, it's a special day in the City of Angels as the Los Angeles Lakers basketball team pays tribute to one of their own. A bronze statue of the late Kobe Bryant will be unveiled today outside Crypto.com Arena, where it will join the likenesses of other legendary Lakers, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, and Shaquille O'Neal. Tonight, during their game against the Denver Nuggets, Lakers players will further commemorate Kobe by wearing black Mamba-inspired uniforms co-designed by the five-time NBA champion himself. According to Sports Illustrated, February 8, 2024, or 2824, was picked to pay tribute because Kobe's late daughter Gianna wore number two on her basketball uniform, and Kobe wore both 8 and 24 for the Lakers. The ceremony begins at 3 Pacific time. Thanks again to Charlie's family in Washington, D.C. for sponsoring today's quiz. And Charlie, we hope you have the best birthday ever. 
Now it's time to shout out our Kid News classrooms, Ms. Galt's Tigers from R.E. Thompson in Tuscumbia, Alabama, Mrs. C's Bucks at Deer Park in Ottawa, Illinois, and Mr. Barham's Falcons at Forsyth Academy in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share Kid News with all your friends and family. And we'll see you back here for more Kid News tomorrow morning.